Because not only would it be why you have to do this, but he made a last place on that place for death and a whole made fire. And whenever I think about Jesus wanting to take into the sign and the agricultural examples he did, I was prepared to tear me whether rain was coming or not, it would have to come. And that's what we're pronouncing. And so Jesus is saying, we have to pay attention to what is going on around us. To the point that we can pick up on these signs. And when I think about here, I also think part of paying attention to what's going on now is to also know who's listening. Because the weather man is not always right. He may be on the television, he may have a platform, he may have a degree, but he needs And so, paying attention to the signs has to be the spiritual perception in our awareness. Just the farmer makes his money and tells us that tree and tell you what's coming. So we should be people who are so keen and gone in this year that we can look around us and give some time to come. And then pay attention of uh, maybe things to think. So they need to look up. And it's what about weird is the part I would love that they need to so, so we're what about the real lesson, right? We say, you know, a reading on such and such way, right? And then when we're done, we say the word of the Lord, and we'll say, thank you, God. When we're the deacons, and you're a doctor, and they say, a reading from the gospel of Mark, and whatever, Jesus says, let us be attentive. But pay attention. You're about to hear the gospel of Mark, pay attention. I don't love that. I just remind you, pay attention. Be attentive. And the gospel is really about that. In our lives, are we attentive to the return of Jesus Christ? Or are we worried about the rest of our schedule? Right? And so, um, I also was thinking about this in terms of like the military. So, you'll know this. Whenever there's a military command to other commanding officers, and you're calling everybody monster to get together. Everybody's standing around and complaining about having to be there and everything that's going on. And then right before the commander comes in, you'll hear two words, usually loud. And that's stand by. And when you hear stand by, that means the commanding officer is about to come in. What happens when they say stand by? Everybody gets in a straight line, stands to attention, shuts their mouths, and waits for the commanding officer to come in. That's actually a beautiful image. We are not passively waiting for Jesus. We aren't hanging out, complaining, worried about what we got on that afternoon. We are meant to be actually.
and put them in positions of leadership. We have no idea how to do that. And it's not even enough, right? So the problem is that. And what the person's case they make is they suddenly have an office full of pile of papers and stuff they're supposed to process and they got an email and all that stuff. So those are not by the schedule in their meetings. And what do they do? They close themselves in their office and try and catch up and nobody ever sees them. So one thing that you see from this, leadership is present. If you want to lead people and get the most out of them, your presence is your leadership. And so I teach your leaders that I say, if you do not now, your program is after 20 And when you go to the bathroom, you're going to do a tour of the whole And everybody's going to see Alright? Because if they don't see you, you're not leading them. Because guess what happens when they go to Boston to come to Not a lot. Not If the Boston is coming, everything's going to be back. Well, if people are working there, I don't want to choose the life. I don't want to be good at night and time, but I want to know that I'm going to come around and check on them. Because Jesus said, don't get to the last. Don't say that I'm not coming. He specifically says, therefore, stay away. And he gives this interesting analogy about time that I'll put back to you. But I want to know that I'm afraid about this this week. Something happened in my hometown. I come from a small town. Small county, in fact, and there was, I, I don't know the details of what happened, but literally every day on Facebook, that's how I know about it, there was an explosion at a local water shop. I don't know how it happened, but it was huge. And my understanding is that several people died who were there. And it was a place where everybody's writing that stuff in the cash. And this has impacted the town where I'm from, and several people died unexpectedly. And I'm thinking about this because, um, you know, we hear about tragedies all the time. And we watch the news, and it rarely ever affects us emotionally, even though it's bad to say that. But it's another story of another death and another certificate, right? But for those people, right, if you went to work that day at that auto shop, that was the last day of their life. For those families, he said, all these are Muslims, they will never see them again. And it is so easy for us to lose sight of the fact that our lives are not free, that our next day is not assured. And so when Jesus said, don't be distracted by all the stuff, I know you got a family, I know you got a job, I know you got a lawn, don't be distracted by that stuff. Pay attention to what is happening spiritually. Prepare your hearts and minds. I talk to you all the time. I have made stuff. I have worked stuff. I have church stuff. My biggest issue in my spiritual life is distraction. I'm very aware. Every day I have to fight to make sure that I'm seriously present, preparing my heart and my mind for the Right? And I think we are so caught up in everything we have going on. Jesus tells us again and again, the Lord has his children, the Lord has his children, pay attention. Stay away. You do not know when it's going to happen. And he says, in fact, he says that they don't know if the master is going to come back at midnight or in the evening at midnight at 3 a.m. or in the morning. Okay? You don't know what's on. 